true stories of history's forgotten detectives from across the 20th century. This is Duotang Chesterfield's Mystery Theater! All right, let me try again. Live. Hello, podcast listeners. Live. We are recording for f**k's sake, Jones. Why do you always say it's my fault just because I interrupted you? Hello, podcast listeners. We are reporting to you live from a semi-quiet field adjacent to the Toronto Fringe Festival, where for the past week and a half we have been recording a live version of our show entitled, like the name of our podcast, but with the word live afterwards. We're real creative. So for the Fringe Festival, we were doing four different shows in rotation, which now means that for the next couple of months, you're going to be getting live episodes on our regularly scheduled release dates. And we aren't trying to stiff you or nothing. These are brand new scripts that were written specifically for the Fringe Festival, but I think even more specifically for you, the listeners at home. We love you best. You're the real heroes. Don't tell Fringe we love you more. And without further ado, here is performed uh, live on July 8th, the Oregon Twins in Mystery Through the Upstairs Window. 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 Greensleeves, Nebraska. It could be any small town in America. Smiling neighbors, a bustling main street, and a record-breakingly low crime rate. And when Star Greensleeves police officers Daryl and Bradley Oregon have trouble with those tough cases, they go to their 13-year-old daughters. Sid and Sally. When they're not helping their dads, they're running. The Oregon Twins Detective Agency. Our agency is... closed. But just for the summer... Sisters torn asunder. One able-bodied and ready for good, wholesome fun at summer camp. The other, a tragic tandem bicycle accident. A broken leg, forced to stay at home in tonight's second tale, Mystery Through the Upstairs Window. Dear Sue, week two at Camp Wilbershore Wild Beach, Sleepaway Camp is vastly superior to day camp, which I've learned is for bedwetters. I know you were mad at me for going to camp because I meant we had to close the agency, but isn't it nice to take a break? I still wish you were here. The bunk buddy they assigned me is... Yesterday solved the mystery of how to scratch an itch under my cast. 
The solution? You can't. In the absence of our agency, have quelled my restless brain by poring over Dad's confidential cases. Right now, it's all about the white-collar bandit. He poses as an insurance salesman under various identities, sells companies' phony insurance policies, and I am boring myself just writing about it. <coughs> nah! Eugene, don't sneak up on people. I didn't sneak. I've been standing in your peripheral vision for ten minutes waiting for you to notice me. So... Remember how you said the detective agency had to close because it requires two Oregon siblings? I remember when Sally said that, yes. This may surprise you, but I am in Oregon. And your sibling. Third twins don't count, Eugene. Triplets! <laughs> the word is triplets! <laughs> and I happen to be very good at solving Oh yeah? Who is the white-collar bandit, then? Well, he must be someone very charismatic to fool so many. Wrong already. The white-collar bandit must be so bland and forgettable that by the time you realize he cheated you, you can't even describe him to the police. That is why he has proven so hard to catch and so boring to discuss. Is this why you stayed home from camp? to worm your way into our detective agency? I could help you do all the clue finding that requires two working legs. You can't just shove any two organs together and expect to solve crimes, Eugene. Sally gathers the clues, I interrogate witnesses. Sally compiles research, I take reckless risks. It's a system, and it works. And contrary to your belief, I am not bored. I never said you were bored. I may not have the agency, or Sally, or the ability to leave the house by myself, but I have started a neighborhood watch and it is taking up all of my time. If you see something illegal, what do you do? Um, we watch, we don't do. Call the police, obviously. Why do you think I moved the phone up here? Because you're the only one who gets calls. Eugene, go away. You're gonna make me miss a minor infraction. Well, admittedly, staring out the window gets old even under the pretense of public safety. I can only see the Reed's house. Mrs. Reed scolding neighborhood children, and Mr. Reed watching paint drying. And with the storm, I can't even see that. But I don't need a mystery to be happy. A sudden flash of lightning illuminates the outside world. In that split second, Sue caught sight of a figure silhouetted in the upstairs bedroom window of the Reeds. A jewelry box was flung open. The figure was lifting out a handful of gold chains and placing them in an unmarked bag. An instant later, and the image is gone. Nothing remaining but darkness once more. Then again, if mystery should happen to find me... Well, I've got to warn the Reeds! Hello? Mrs. Reed, get out of the house. There's a burglar upstairs. Or maybe a murderer. <gasps> Definitely a burglar, possibly a murderer. Oh, and this is Sue from next door. Sue, Oregon? What in the Lord's name are you- I swear I saw him through your upstairs window. He was stealing from your jewelry box. I'll go have a look. No, you have to get out of the house. Meanwhile, in decidedly less exciting circumstances at Camp Wilbershore Wild Beach.
really, really good to take a break, you know? Yes, I think this month of relaxing and swimming and making friendship bracelets is exactly what I need. Uh, but camp is two months! Oh. Do you want to go look at that shack in the woods? Uh, but we're not allowed! And it's haunted! And coyotes! Exactly! That's what makes it so enticing to you. To me? When you say it's haunted and we're not allowed, what you really mean is there are probably clues in the shack. Clues? Do you mean bears? You have your bear whistle thing. Deep down, you know there must be something exciting in the shack for the counselors to forbid it. Sure, they say it's because someone saw a bunch of coyotes. No, Sally! I am putting my foot down! There are no clues in the shack! There are coyotes in the woods, and, and we are not going! Sounds like you want all the clues to yourself. <clears throat> Young lady, your fathers gave you my number in case of an emergency, not for immoral shenanigans. Did you... did you find the burglar? I expected better from you, Sue, than Frank calls about murderers. Uh, to be fair, I said definitely murderer. Um, Definitely burglar, maybe murderer. And it wasn't a prank, I really did see- Let me speak to one of your parents. But- Now, young lady. Eugene. Oh! So when I offer my help, I'm not wanted, but when I'm trying to take a bubble bath! Talk to Mrs. Reed on the phone and pretend to be dad. Which one? Doesn't matter. Why? So I don't get grounded. I don't know, Sue. Mrs. Reed terrifies me. Can I talk to Mr. Reed? He's a little more my speed. This is your chance to demonstrate your value to this agency, Eugene. Sally is usually the one to impersonate dads on the phone. And she's not here. You are. Hello? Mrs. Reed, this is Mr. Oregon. Which one? Doesn't matter. Oh. Okay. Did you know that not only was your daughter spying on us like some sort of common pervert, she also prank-called us with some horrendous fib about a murderer she saw in our upstairs bedroom? Must be that active imagination. She's been cooped up with her broken leg going stir-crazy. Hallucinations? Voices? Ow! Can you imagine if Lucy were home and had answered? Or worse, Mr. Reed? He'd have been scared to death. But did you say my name, dear? <laughs> I'm on the phone, Gil. Go back to your lint collection. All right, dear. <laughs> yes, he does lack your fortitude. Children need harsh discipline, Mr. Oregon, and you let yours run wild with their detective agency. The punishment must fit the crime. Why, when Lucy stole from the cookie jar, I had her eat every cookie in the grocery store. Now she can't even look at a cookie without hyperventilating. So you're saying Sue should eat? Should be grounded without phone privileges. Oh, yes, of course. Knowing Lucy's issues with homesickness, I'll have to drive up to camp every Saturday for the rest of the summer, especially if they serve cookies in the mess hall and cannot have Sue frightening Mr. Reed while I'm out. I understand. We frequently find Sue frightening. She doesn't want Mr. Reed to know. Ask if she found the jewelry box open. 
Now, just to give Sue's ridiculous hallucin hallucination one last shot before I ground the living daylights out of her, did you check your jewelry box? Was it burgled? Like any reasonable jewelry box, it locks. I would have noticed if the lock were broken into, don't you think? Sounds plausible. A two-month grounding it is, then. Um, off to your room, Sue. Thank you. Now, I hear your department is going after that white-collar bandit fellow. You know I'm a big fan of the judicial system. How soon can we expect this dastardly criminal to be behind bars? Oh, yes, it's very... Very soon. And that's all I can do, folks. Gotta go! Do you think she was flirting with me? Absolutely not. But Mrs. Reed is definitely up to something. I don't know, Sue. It, it just sounds like your imagination is... Clue one. Mrs. Reed doesn't want Mr. Reed to know what I saw. Clue two. She seemed awful interested in the white-collar bandit. Why? Um, because she hates crime? I miss Sally. Me too. The jewelry box. Clue three. Only she could have opened the jewelry box. The burglar was Mrs. Reed. <laughs> Forget what I just wrote, the Reeds have proven very interesting. Mrs. Reed definitely burgled her own house, but why? On Saturday, she will be at camp with Lucy. You will follow them while I search the Reed house for clues. At 7 p.m. sharp, you need to find a way to access the camp phone so we can debrief. I know the agency is technically closed right now, but I have faith you'll come through. Due to my leg, I am temporarily deputizing Eugene. Oh, yeah! So he can help me on my reconnaissance mission. This will be dangerous, but I want you to know, Sally, if anything happens to me, it's Eugene's fault. <laughs> Love, Sue. Saturday afternoon at Camp Wilbershore Wild Beach, and Sally still has no idea how, at 7 p.m., she will get to the camp phone an item stri strictly reserved for emergencies and big homesick crybabies. Maybe if I create a distraction using, um, Lucy's bear whistle? No, then everyone will run towards the main lodge, not away from it. Well, darn it all, Sue, you know I'm on vacation right now. You can solve all the mysteries you want on your vacation, but I'm going to stay right here, relax, and read a book. Lucy, your mom is here to see you. I don't care. She's at the main lodge. She brought your hat. Oh, of course! My hat! I definitely need my hat! Aren't you wearing your hat? Uh, I have many hats! Gotta go! Get my hat! Um, I'll see you at swimming later. Yes, I don't even want to know where you and your mom are going. Okay. Uh, will you bring my towel and, and my goggles for me? Sure. Thanks, Sally. You're a good friend. I'm not even a good sister. I'm leaving Sue to investigate all by herself and Lucy to go off with her weirdo burglar mom. And I don't even know where they're going. 
bear whistle. It's gone. They must be going into the woods. Back in Greensleeve, Sue and Eugene have secretly entered the upstairs bedroom at the Reed residence, looking for clues to explain Mrs. Reed's bizarre self-burglary. What exactly are we trying to find here? Clues. What counts as a clue? I don't know. Sally gathers the clues. I take reckless risks. We've broken and entered. I've done my part. Wait a minute, Sue, look! Mrs. Reed's drawers! Gross, Eugene. No, her dresser drawers. They're all empty. <gasps> You're right. Look in the closet for a suitcase. No suitcase, but half the closet is empty, so she must be... <gasps> spring cleaning! <gasps> and it's not even spring! Mrs. Reed is leaving Mr. Reed. Poor Lucy. She's going to be a latchkey kid. But Mrs. Reed doesn't believe in divorce or unconventional family structures. She still calls our dads fraternity brothers. Mr. Reed must have done something real bad. I can't imagine him doing anything bad or even anything interesting. Did you hear that? Hear what? Someone is home. At Camp Wilbershore Wild Beach, Sally follows Lucy and Mrs. Reed as they head towards the shack in the woods. They must be hiding something inside. No wonder Lucy wouldn't explore it with me. Now to get closer and hear what they're saying. You were supposed to wait another week. Now everyone definitely thinks I'm a mama's girl. I'm sorry, sweetie, but plans have changed. We need to gather up everything we've been hiding in the shack and then we're going to pay a nice long visit to your aunt in Florida. But what about Dad? I told you, we can't bring Dad because we just can't. No, Mom! I've had enough of this sneaking around! I'm putting my foot down! Tell me what's happening! I suppose you're right, Lucy. I never wanted you to know this, but your father is the White Collar Bandit. <gasps> that can't be true! You know how sometimes he gets very angry when you try to go into his desk? All I wanted was a pencil sharpener! That's where he keeps all his phony policies and fake insurance and salesman's IDs. I accidentally discovered it all while spring cleaning and I read everything. It was horrifying and incredibly dry. I knew then that I had to get you, my darling girl, out of there. I won't have you raised in a house of crime, no matter how dull. and have enough money to start a new life on our own. Money untainted by insurance fraud. I love you, Mom. Lucy, just because we're in the middle of the woods doesn't mean we can give way to immodest shows of affection. <gasps> They're going on the run. <gasps> Mr. Reed is the white-collar bandit. <gasps> and right now, Sue is sneaking into their house. <gasps> With only Eugene to help her. <laughs> Meanwhile, Sue and Eugene have been found out mid-reconnaissance mission by... Mr. Reed. Thank goodness it's just you. We were worried it was an authority figure. You scared the bejesus out of us! I could say the same to you. What on earth are Eugene doing here? Is Lucy home? 
No, she's away at camp right now. Oh, well, I guess she doesn't want to start a lemonade stand with us. We'll be on no, our no, way. No, 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 not so fast, Kiz. Now, I may, I may seem and, and look and, and sound like I was born yesterday, but, but, but I know a fib when I see one. We are not going anywhere until you tell me why you broke into this house. Camp counselor Tina? I need to use the phone. Emergencies only. This is an emergency. Uh, what is it? I can't tell you. Well, then you can't use the phone. But I, gosh darn it. I, I, I forgot my favorite hat at home. And I need it, and I won't go my dad. Oh, Lord, we've got another crier. Phone's in the back office on your left. Back in Greensleeve, Sue and Eugene have found themselves in the hands of Mr. Reed, who, unbeknownst to them, is secretly the White Collar Bandit. I can wait here all night, kids. It's Saturday evening. I have nowhere to be. Well, Sally is the one who usually comes up with cover stories. I just agree enthusiastically. Uh, Mrs. Reed asked us to water the plants while she's gone to see Lucy at camp. She drove up to camp again? Allegedly. Mm. Where are you going? To hang my suit jacket up in the closet. No, don't look in the closet. You'll be too sad. I mean, cold. Yes, isn't it cold in here? I'd keep that jacket on if I were you. Enough of this tomfoolery. If you kids won't tell me what you're up to, I am going to call your parents. No, please! Not that fair, Mr. Reed. You can call them at work. They're still at work at 7? Working overtime this week at the police station. Here's a direct line to their office. Sue, we're gonna get grounded! I've got a plan. Please, Sally? Back at camp, Sally has finally reached the coveted phone. But before she could dial... Hello? I'd like to speak to Mr. Oregon, please. Uh, either one. Oh, um, right away, sir. This is Officer Bradley, Oregon. How may I help you? This is Mr. Reed from next door. I just caught your son, Eugene, and your daughter, and... Which one? Doesn't matter. I caught them sneaking into my house. Oh my, that is a serious offense. I'll come right home, at which point I shall ground them harder than they've ever been grounded in their lives. Well, that seems excessive. <laughs> you would show a lack of regard for judicial punishment. It was that. Oh, nothing. I'll be home shortly. Dad? It's Sally. There's no time to explain. You need to get to the Reed's house right away. Sue and Eugene have caught the white collar bandit. That's a long story, but if you look in Mr. Reed's desk, Two days later, the town of Greensleeves is now safe from the perils of insurance fraud, for the white collar bandit has been put behind bars. Sue and Eugene have been grounded for a modest two weeks, which their fathers felt was in keeping with their heroism. Dear Sally, I admit for a moment I was worried you wouldn't be at the phone, that you'd be too busy having fun at camp. 
but in the end, I knew you'd come through. We may be apart, but the Oregon Twins Detective Agency is definitely open for business. Love, Sue. Now will you tell me how you knew Sally would answer the phone? Twin psychic powers. That's how we solve mysteries. Triplets can have psychic powers. Dear Sue, after two weeks of slowly stowing away their valuables in the haunted shack, Mrs. Reed and Lucy successfully made their getaway. The counselors are all agog about where they went, but my lips are zipped. You know, I thought I wanted a break from mysteries. Turns out, I was scared the only reason we solved anything was because of you. Now I know it's because of us. I'm glad you're safe and the bandit is behind bars, even if it did cost me a bit of my street Who are you writing to, homesick kid? Your mom? No, I don't have a mom. Oh no! Homesick kid's gonna cry because she doesn't have a mom! Wah! Wah! <laughs> yes, completely worth it. Love, Sally. And that's all for this week, dear listeners. This is your narrator, inviting you to return next week for another adventure into the case files of Dualtan Chesterfield. Until next time... Mystery Through the Upstairs Window was written by Grace Smith. Woo. Sue and Sally Oregon were played by Grace Smith. Yeah. Mrs. Reed was played by Zara Jestad. Girl. Lucy Reed was played by Rebecca Russell. Ow, ow. Mr. Reed was played by Joseph Beebe. Ooh. Eugene Oregon was f you, Lee. <laughs> Eugene Oregon was played by Leet Stetson. Ooh. With special guest star Leet Stetson as your narrator. Duotang Chesterfield's Mystery Theater is produced by Joseph Beebe and Theater Double Take. No, 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 no. You know what? Duotang Chesterfield's Mystery Theater is produced by Theater Double Take and Joseph Beebe. Duotang Chesterfield wants to know. The concert was better than the album, right? I mean, come on. Let us know by investigating us on the web at duotangmysteries.com. And don't forget to subscribe on iTunes. Uh, have you seen them live, though? They suck. It's the best.